righty. Amen. That was good. I like that song because he is great, isn't he? He sure is. Well, wherever you're at in your Bible, I hope you listen. Jeremiah chapter number two, we read there, can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride or attire? And uh, time of message this morning, remember your wedding day. Now, if you, if you have your Bibles, if you keep your spot there in Jeremiah, Jeremiah and Jemima, all right, go, go back with me to the book of Isaiah, would you please? Isaiah, I hope, verse chapter number three. Oh, I'm sure it is. Jeremiah, I'm, yeah, Isaiah, chapter number three. Oh, if we get through this message, it'll be a miracle. You'll know. If I get through this message, you'll say, God was in that. Amen. Bless his heart. Thank you. Thank you, Seth. Oh, now, I want you to look, look at the scripture here is talking about how the, uh, these women were all about themselves. But it mentions a lot of things here happening in verse number, uh, let's see, look at verse number 18. And I'll read to you. You don't need to read it out loud but just follow along would you please it says verse 18 in that day the lord will take away the bravery of their the bravery of their tinkling ornaments about their feet and their calls and the round tires like the moon the chains and the bracelets and the mufflers the bonnets and the ornaments of of the legs and the headbands and the tablets and earrings the rings and nose jewels the changeable suits of apparel and the mantles and the wimples and the crispus, crisping pins, the glasses, the fine linen, the hoods and the veils. And it goes on and talks about all these things that the woman would put on. These are things that oftentimes were used in a wedding back in the Middle East many years ago. And uh, so you'll see what it's all about here in a moment. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, thank you again for the opportunity to bring the word of God this morning. We're blessed by the opportunity to be here. Lord, I just, I don't understand why folks wouldn't want to be in church on a Sunday. Lord, I know there's a lot of things vying for our attention. But Father, just, there's a spot in us that nothing else will fill but the things of God. Now help us this, this, this morning now. Help us as we bring the message. Give me a clearness of mind. Help us to all have clear minds and open hearts to the things of God today. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If I just read those verses about all those different things that the women had in Isaiah, you'd probably wonder what is, what is that all about. But what those things are, many of those things were what people wore because they were, um, it was a special time for them. And I can't think of a better special time than that of a wedding. Now here in a few weeks, we're going to have two weddings within about a month of each other, and uh, just, what, two weeks for Brittany's and, what, five weeks for yours, uh, something like that. And uh, so we're going to have some weddings, and, and uh, that makes me think about the, the, the verses we're talking about here today. And, and, uh, but we've had many a times we've come to this building here, and we've had weddings. And uh, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I could go to my records and find out how many weddings I've done. And, uh, 
And how many times a bride has walked down and a groom has come out this way. Aren't you glad it's still that way around here, amen? The bride comes down, the groom comes. You know, I don't want a groom coming down, the bride coming out here. But what happens, they come out and, and uh, we, we have them come up here and they exchange vows. And uh, usually the ones that are from the cove, they go, all right, the vows, A-E-I-O-U. And, uh, but uh, you had to be in my Sunday school class to know where I'm coming from about the, about that, uh, about the cove. But uh, uh, we, we, they exchange their vows, and, and then finally I say, I introduce to you. And we say their name, Mr. and Mrs., and, uh, and, and uh, they, they walk out of here happy for the last time in their life. And, uh, uh, but they walk out the back and, and also happy and, and on with their, 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 uh, their honeymoon and so on. But uh, many times we've spent a Saturday here for a wedding ceremony. And it's amazing what goes into a wedding, isn't it? And uh, Seth, I think you, on, you and Lisa understand this, and you two guys really understand it too. And uh, it's just not, you know, I oftentimes said the best wedding is the Indian one. Want them, ugh, want them, ugh, I got them. Boy, that's easy. But uh, they're not doing the Indian one. They're doing the act like you're rich one and, uh, you know, let the father-in-law pay for it all or something like that. And, uh, but they have, they have the wedding, and, and, and of course, it's, it, much preparation goes into it. And uh, months and months, not years ahead of time, it would get things together. Back in the old days, we're reading here, many of these ornaments were gotten by the bride uh, uh, from, from her childhood. She would start gathering together to have these things for the wedding. So there's much preparation, there, there's much planning goes into it. We always, you know, they have their plans, and then on the Friday night before the wedding, we'll meet here with a wedding party, and we'll talk about things, and we'll have, be all prepared and say, all right, this is who will come down the aisle at this time. They'll sing at this time. We'll do this and that, and we'll go through all of that, all that preparation. And then, of course, there's all that spending, and it's amazing what you end up spending for a wedding, isn't it? And uh, I, I just, uh, I know, I thank the Lord, all five of my kids are married, and it's all done, amen? I'm on the cheap now. And, uh, but uh, uh, what it costs involved in that, and, and, and all because it's a special day. It really is, isn't it? It's a special day. And I, I thought, you know, in the Middle East, it was something like that, too. I think that it's a special day because that's when a young man and a young woman become united in holy matrimony. I uh, looked down in my notes here as I, uh, I noticed it the other day. When I had my notes, I, 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 instead of writing down when a young man and young woman become united in holy matrimony, I typed out untied in holy matrimony. And uh, I'm afraid sometimes that's what people try to do, untie it. But uh, united in holy matrimony, what a special time it is. And, uh, we, I, you know, I, I tease sometimes what a way to waste a Saturday, you know, where we come all, it seems like it's all day long involved in that. But it's a special day for the bride and for the groom especially. It's a special day for mom and dad. It's a special day for church folks. Free meal. Amen. They ought to pay us by the hour all the time we're putting into it, right? But uh, the thing is, it's a special time for that, for that, for that wedding. And uh, all that is going into a time that's really only going to last the wedding that day. And really only for a few hours when you take in consideration of getting ready in the morning, the ceremony, and then the reception. And when you break it down... In only a few minutes, really, 
of the actual ceremony. A lot has gone into that for something that's only going to take just a few minutes and then they'll be married. What is, I believe, the happiest day that a bride and groom could have? Getting married. Please, somebody say amen. These folks are getting scared right now. <laughs> it was a wonderful day, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, a bunch of sorry folks, I'm telling you. Bless your heart. <laughs> but what this day does, it changes everything. You may be single today. But you won't be much longer. You're a bachelor right now, bud. It's going to be over soon. <laughs> Lydia, you, it's going to change. But I got good news for you. For the better. Amen. Let me think about that again. Because I just looked at him and I'm thinking, is it really? But no, it's going to be a change, but for the better. Fellas, didn't your wife make a change in your life for the better? For you that couldn't say, man, you ought to get right with God. Amen. It's a big thing. Oftentimes when I have the, when I sit down with the couples, I, I've, I've said this. I, I say it, I deal with them before in my office or even when we have the uh, rehearsal. I'll say to the girls, this is your day. A lot of times what happens, all the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and the parents come, and everybody has the idea of their wedding, how wonderful it was, and you want them to have that same thing. But the thing was, when you had your wedding, you had it the way you wanted it. And I always tell the girls, this is yours. Now, thank the Lord, people are going to give you probably some things. Well, we did this, but remember, it's yours. It's her special day. You understand that, don't you? And all the moms are saying, but I want to put my two cents worth. You can put your two cents worth, but don't be upset if they don't follow your two cents worth. Because it's her day, just like you had your day. You say, preacher, what's this have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with what we're talking about here today. In the Middle East, it was a big thing to the couple as they got married. It was a big, big thing happened because they worked and the bride, the bride would work and work and gather and gather all kinds of things for the wedding day. She would get all these different ornaments and, and, and it was such a, such a special day and she would oftentimes gather these things together and put them in a box. I think we have today, I don't know if people do it as much as they used to, but there used to be what we called the hope chest. And he had a hope chest and the girl would take and put all kinds of things that she wanted for her wedding in that hope chest. Back in the days we're talking about in Isaiah's day, they would do the same thing. They would put it in a hope chest, something like that. They said about the anklets that they had, we talked about this a little bit there, that they, they, they had this, the, the tinkling ornaments about their feet and their coals and their round tires of the moon. They, they were made out of metal and wrapped around the ankles. They also, they were embellished with jewels and bells. And for a wedding there, they had all kinds of jewels on everything that they did. 
There was a wreath that was worn upon their forehead, and, and that, that, that was adorned with jewels. They had a necklace called a crescent that was worn around the neck. It was called the round tire, again, decked with jewels. There was chains hanging from their ears, like earrings, armlets that hanging from their elbows, and again with jewels. Now, I'm not too thrilled about any of them, but the next one, I think, was a good idea, and that was a muffler for the mouth. I thought I'd get more amens, fellas, than just chuckle, chuckle. But when I've been something, get a muffler. You might want to look at that. You know, uh, uh, maybe, maybe uh, advanced auto parts or something like that would have that. But uh, uh, had a muffler for they cover the woman's mouth, and it was covered in jewels. And I'm moving on because I'm getting dirty looks too with with smiles. I see a smile and dirty look. They had the headdress called a bonnet. Ankle chains were there to help her. They would hold her feet, really chain them together, where she would make just small little steps at a time. Uh, there was a tablet that she would carry, and that was not apple either. All righty, apple tablet. Okay, another one threw at you. And, uh, but the tablet there, that was like a, a bottle of perfume that she would have. And uh, she would have rings on her fingers if she was very wealthy. She would have rings on every finger. And there would be jewels in her nose. <laughs> That's what they did back then. And, and believe me, I, I think I saw some people at Cracker Barrel the other day waiting on the table that's getting married because they had jewels in their nose too. <laughs> you know, we do. We place the ring on the third finger of the left hand when we get married. I just, I mean, Brother Ethan there, you ought to be glad you don't have to put a ring in her nose on that day. Amen. That'd really be tough if she had a cold that day. Amen. But uh, anyways... Oh, I've got to get serious in a moment here. But on and on, they had all these different things that they had because why? It was a special day. It was a special day. It was a day they looked forward to all their life. And now this day has come. Why was it so important? Because it was the biggest day of their life. Let me ask you something. You ladies here that are married... Have you forgotten your wedding day? I doubt it. Now, us men, I didn't ask you that because we forget a lot of things. I have to say this. The most important thing on my wedding day was my bride. And my wife has a picture of us on our wedding day. And, and, and I have ruffles on my shirt. I know. I couldn't believe I did it either. And 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 uh, you know the old tuxedo and that and and and, and really what what really amazes me I had a smile on my face, not because of the ruffled shirt, because of that lady standing next to me. But you ladies, I'm sure you remember everything about it. I honestly, I don't know a lot of stuff that really was there. I I honestly this morning I could not tell you how many people were in our wedding. I guarantee you this, she knows. I asked her this morning, I said, did your sister sing in our wedding? I was there. She said, yes, yeah, she sang, and so did Mrs. Hiles. I said, oh, that's right. I started thinking about some things about the wedding, and I'd have to say, you know what, you ladies in here, I'm sure if I ask you what was your gown like, I'm sure you could say, tell me what it was like. Oh, it had... 
your gown probably had ruffles too. And you had ruffles on it and lace on it. And I'd ask you, what was your veil like? You could tell me what your veil was like. And, and you could tell me all those different things. And what kind of flowers did you have? Boy, you could tell me the flowers. Those guys probably don't remember any of that stuff. I was talking to my wife about this. I said, but honey, you know what? The only thing I was really worried about was that you were there. The one that I loved. But we remember about the wedding day, why it was the biggest day of our life. The Bible says in Isaiah 61.10, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me, listen to this, with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. I spent all this time talking about the wedding And you may think that's kind of ridiculous. But the Lord talks about the wedding as a picture of our salvation. I said a few moments ago, the greatest, the most important day in our life was that wedding day. And maybe it went through your mind, but wait a minute, wasn't the greatest day the day that I got saved? Of course it was. Two execs, very special days in our lives. And God likens the wedding garment to salvation. The wedding garment that we find, I believe, with the word of God, I believe that we have ornaments that God gives us at salvation. I think now that we got the pearl of great price as our ornament. We got the robe of righteousness when we got saved. We got the covering for our sins. We were born again. Just think of the ornaments that we got on that day. Our names were written down in the book in heaven. Amen. My name's written down. I know that. People say, well, do you know you're going to heaven? Yes, I know I'm going to heaven. My name's written down. I got that at the moment of my salvation. I got only, not only that, my name has been written down in heaven, but peace came into my soul, a peace that passeth all understanding. This whole world doesn't understand it. And you know what? Most people have never been married. They don't understand what happens and what's going to happen at their wedding. They're going to walk down the aisle and they'll look and say, you know, well, that's really nice. That's really sweet. But, you know, the only, the only two it's really going to mean so much to is them. And I'll guarantee you this, for the rest of her life, she'll remember that day just like you ladies in here remember that day that you got married that day when we got saved the Holy Spirit was given to us as an ornament when we got saved that day we got new Christian friends amen the day we got saved the Bible became a new book to us. Isn't it amazing how the Bible looks and how it sounds to us and how it makes sense to us when we get saved? I think about Mr. Hoover. When we used to sit right back here on a Sunday night, he'd have to start getting ready like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to be here at Sunday night. And he was, he was so frail and 
And he'd come to church, and I remember asking him, and he would say, he came to church, he says, I've been reading my Bible. And then one day we sat in my office, he's going to have surgery, and I said, I said, Mr. Hoover, do you know for sure you're going to heaven? He says, well, I think I would. And I began to talk to him, and you know what? He made sure of his salvation. He asked the Lord to come in his heart and save him. The next time I was at his house, he said, you know what, preacher? He says, I still read my Bible every day, but now it makes more sense. When he got saved, the Bible became a new book to him. Our sins were forgiven. And when I think about all those things, it's like, how could I ever forget that? The bride can never forget the beautiful flowers. She can't forget the beautiful, as all the, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids all came down, they're standing there. She'll never forget when she looked and saw her husband to be is standing there waiting to receive her. She'll never forget walking down on the arm of her daddy, knowing she'd be given away. She is going to become Mrs. I shall never forget it. I have to say I'll never forget the day I accepted Jesus as my Savior. And so I believe you ladies, you may not remember everything, but you'll never forget your wedding day. Now here's what bothers me. People have no recollection of their salvation day. So, preacher, I don't really need to know. I didn't say you have to have the date written down. But you need to know you're saved. You need to know you've been to the ceremony, if you will. We may not remember everything of our wedding. We may not remember everything about our salvation, but there's a whole lot of it we'll never forget. You've heard me say when I'm preaching before, we got, we got married in a big auditorium. Our church is a 3,500-seat auditorium. I just wish we'd have got that many presents. But there weren't that many people there, but they filled up in the middle section there. And, I can't remember who was standing over there or who was standing over there. I know some of the people there, really. I, I don't remember it all. But the reason I was there was because of one person. Pam Mock, about to get her good last name, Biter. <laughs> and she walked out there at that balcony. You've heard me tell it. Up there at the balcony, walk out. The, they had a... They had a uh, like an apartment up there that the, the ladies all got ready and she walked out there with her dad along to the back and down this big stairway. You know, with the big veil hanging down, walking down. Oh, it's so pretty. Didn't even notice the veil. I was looking at the woman coming down. And she came down there. I didn't could care less who the best man was. I didn't care who was the gir best girl. What, what, what do you call them? <laughs> Maid of honor? Matron of honor we had? She was married, so it's matron. I just call him the best girl. Amen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many were standing over there. I don't know how many were standing over there. I couldn't tell you too much about the flowers. I know this. There was a wedding on Friday night. Thursday. Thursday. We got married on Friday night. See, I don't remember at all. <laughs> I wasn't there. I was there. But 
we had flower, they had flowers the same color as her flowers, and, and the guy, who, the, the custodian said, hey, Pam, you know, their flowers are still good. You want them? We had double flowers. Man, we were like ritzy people. I couldn't tell you what they were. But I could tell you, the love of my wife walked down those, life walked down those steps, hit that center aisle, and there she came. My, my old heart's going thump, thump, thump. Amen? Any of you guys remember that? Two of you, good. Oh, hearts are thumping there. I remember I walked down off the platform. It had about six or eight steps there. I walked down. My dad was sitting right here. My dad was crying. I know what he was thinking. Just bring him over for us. <laughs> and I reached over. I remember this. I reached over. I had my dad on the shoulder there. Bumped into the pulpit. <laughs> and she stood there right beside me. And I looked at her. Again, I don't know who was sitting over there. Don't know who was standing there. I knew Brother Howe was standing here because he was the one that was going to tie the knot. Never forget it. I told my wife as I was telling about the message here, I said, you know, I don't remember a whole lot of stuff. Because I was there not for the flowers. I wasn't there for all the people that were there. I wasn't there so everyone could bring gifts. I was there because the one who loved me and the one that I loved was there. Sometimes you ask people today, if you were to die today, do you know you go to heaven? I've had people say this. Well, I think I would because my mom told me I got saved a long time ago. Picture this. Daniel, are you sure you're married? And your mom looks over at you and says, yeah, Daniel, you're married. Go ahead, tell him yes. <laughs> Daniel says, yes, I'm married. How do you know? Because my mom told me so. <laughs> Who would you think of that? Wouldn't that be the craziest thing? And yet, let me tell you something. I'd rather be heard like that about being married to a woman than to be saved. If you ask me, preacher, how do you know that you're saved? I don't say, well, I just grew up saved. Preacher, are you married? Yes. How do you know? I just grew up married. You see the idiots, idiot, stupidness about that? I just, just always have been. I never had a man. You said, are you, are you married? Yes. I, 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 just, I just always have been. No, you know there was that wedding day. If I said, are you married, Andy? Andy goes, I don't know. Probably. 
I have someone right now saying, man, we got a bunch of weird men in our church, don't we? I don't think he'd say, I don't know. If you were to die today, do you know you'd go to heaven? What's your answer be? I don't know. Probably. No. You know if you are or not. Amen. He said, well, preacher, why? Because it was such a special time. In our hymnal, page 299, you don't have to turn to it. I'm going to turn to it because I don't know all the words, but I know what it says. It's a song. I don't like the tune of it. I love the words of it. You know what it is, don't you? Oh, happy day. Don't like the tune so much, but I, I don't care. I'll sing it anyhow. I may not like it, but I like the song, Oh, happy day that fixed my choice. On thee, my Savior and my God. Well, may this glowing heart rejoice and tell its raptures all abroad. Oh, happy bond that seals my vows to him who merits all my love. Let cheerful anthems fill his house while to that sacred shrine I move. Well, tis done, the great transaction's done. I am my Lord's, and he is mine. He drew me, and I followed on, charmed to confess the voice divine. Now rest my longing, my long-divided heart, fixed on this blissful center rest, nor ever from my Lord depart, with whom, with him of every good possessed. In the chorus, happy day, happy day. When Jesus washed my sins away, he taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. Oh, let me tell you something. I've got, I've got, I know, I know that day, August 11th, 1971, was my happy day. I know on that, on that uh, uh, May 30th, uh, 1975, <laughs> was a happy day. Not because my mom told me it was. Not because I just believed it always happened. But I was there that day. In August 11th, 1971, I was there that day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. I can't forget how the Lord washed away my sins. He gave me a robe of righteousness and an ornament of peace and joy in a ring of assurance. He gave me jewels of satisfaction and an ornament that I call the word of God that guides me all these years. You see, when we got saved, we got something wonderful. When we got married, we got something wonderful. You know what we say when we get up here and get married? Till death do us part. My sister-in-law sang the song, Forever Together. Impressed you, I remembered it, huh? I had to ask her on the way to church what it was. <laughs> but I didn't forget who walked down that aisle. I didn't forget how my heart leaped. When I saw her that special day. I'll never forget that day at Bill Rice Ranch when I sat there on that bunk 
And I thought, I'm going to die and go to hell unless I get saved. And I prayed and I said, dear Lord, save me. And he saved my soul. I may forget the date someday. I pray I never forget what I did that day. Anybody question me about my salvation? I know that I'm saved. I can tell you where I was at. I can tell you what I did. How do you know you're you're married? I can tell you where the ceremony was. I can tell you what she did, how she walked down that aisle. I can tell you what I said to her there. I can tell you. A special day. And now because of salvation, we have something better than this old sin-cursed world. I'm going to say something else too. My life got better when I got married. Amen. I didn't have to do dishes anymore. No, it got better. You know what the, what the Lord did? He made a woman for the help meet for a husband. Didn't he? Hello, didn't he? My life got better. And I believe you asked my wife and she's told me this. Because I told her to. She said, you made my life better. He made my life better. I thought about, you know, we have a better place to go to than this old sin world, sinful world. A better place where there's no cancer. A better place where there's no leukemia. There's no more hospitals. There's no more funeral homes. Better than this place where there's car accidents. And murder and heartaches and heart attacks. Going to a place where it's, there's no loneliness, there's no cursing, there's no dope, there's no liquor, there's no filth, there's no immorality, there's no atheism, and there's no heathenism. That place called heaven. Well, to be married, how wonderful it is to have the one that you love so much. It just changes your life. We still, when we got married, we still lived in Indiana. But it was a whole lot sweeter now because I got the one I love. This whole world's a mess, but it's sweeter now that I have the one that I love. And one of these days, we'll go off yonder that place called heaven another song in this old book I love the hymnal don't you page number 75 there's a land that is fairer than day and by faith we can see it afar for the father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there we shall sing on that beautiful shore the melodious songs of the blessed and our spiritual sorrow no more Not a sigh for the blessing of rest. To our bountiful Father above, we'll offer our tribute of praise for the glorious gift of his love and the blessings that hallow our days in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore. One of these days, we're going to be there. Why? Because of that wedding day. That day you accepted Christ as your Savior. That's why.
I cannot forget the day that I got married. And I cannot forget the day that I got saved. So special. I'm not trying to get anyone to doubt your salvation this morning. But I'd say this, if you have no recollection of salvation, you want to check it out. Well, my mama said, but you would never say that about your marriage. Well, I just always have been. You'd never say that about your marriage. And marriage is so important, but I'll say this. More important is that spiritual marriage with the Lord Jesus Christ. If I ask you today, are you married? Would you say, yes, sir, I'm married. I know I'm married. How do you know? Well, I know where I was at. I know, I know what she was like. I know what she wore. I saw her come down that aisle. I took her arm. I said, I do. And then I kissed her when the preacher said, you can kiss the bride. We are married. I'd walk out of here saying, they're married. But if you had no idea, I'd wonder. Are you saved this morning? I hope so, preacher. Oh, no, you've got to be more than hope so. You've got to know so like you know you're married. You've got to know so. Have you had that happy day? Have you had it? Either you did or you didn't. Do you have a testimony this morning? If I was to walk down through the aisles this morning and brought a microphone with me and I came to you and I put the microphone in your face and I said tell me about your salvation what would you say all you married folks if I said tell me about your wedding we don't have enough time to listen to all of it the guys would say yeah I remember this and this and the lady would say oh but listen this, I got more a bride can't forget that day and we are considered the bride of Christ. How can we forget what Christ did? If I came to you this morning and asked you to give me your testimony, could you give that testimony? See, preacher, you're making me nervous. I hope nervous enough to make your wedding day, this day, the 16th, isn't it? Yeah, the 16th of April as the day that you got saved. And someday, years from now, they'd say, well, when did you get saved? You could say, April 16th on a Sunday. I walked down the aisle and asked Jesus to come in my heart and save me. And I know that I'm saved, not because somebody told me so, not because I feel like it, because I was there. If you're not saved this morning, it'd be a good time to get saved, wouldn't it? On this day and if you are saved as we do to our wives fellows we look into their eyes we say I love you thank you for marrying me we ought to look into the eyes of our Lord and say thank you for loving me and taking me as your bride and for all these ornaments that you gave me. Thank you. Lord sure is good, isn't he? Let's pray.
Father, we thank you, Lord, again for this time this morning. Lord, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I hope everybody in this room knows they're saved, but I guess every preacher has this fear that someday we get to heaven and we see some of the church folks missing. They never really had a testimony. They never really got saved. They went by what Mama said. They went by what, how they just felt. They couldn't tell you about the wedding day. Lord, speak to us this morning. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed this morning, I'm asking you again. If you died today, you know you go to heaven. I wonder if there'd be anyone here this morning and say, Preacher, you know, the way you put it that way, I just, I couldn't tell you. Maybe it was that someone told you, yeah, well, you got saved. Don't you remember that? You got saved. Yeah, oh, okay. You don't forget the wedding day. Oh, you may not remember. You may not wrote the date down, but you know where you were. You know what you did. Why? Because you got the greatest one in all the world, the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder if there'd be anyone here this morning and say, Preacher, as you're preaching that, I begin to think a little bit. I'm not positive that I'm saved. I couldn't tell you about that wedding day. Maybe you'd say, well, I could tell you about the wedding when I got married. Or maybe some of you in here, you're not married yet. And you, could, you, 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 know, you know what I'm talking about. But was there a day? What, when was it that you got saved? I wonder if there'd be anyone here this morning said, Preacher, I don't know for sure. I'd like to settle that. I'd like my wedding day to be today. I'd like it to be today. Just slip your hand up and say, Preacher, pray for me. That's me. I just, I just don't know. I've, 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 I've battled with it. I just couldn't, I couldn't, give, I couldn't get up and give my testimony. But I want to I I make sure today that I know that I'm saved. Again, I'm not trying to get you to doubt it. But I'm get, trying to get you to examine to see that you're really saved. Because I want you to go to heaven someday. Or if there's anyone today that says, Preacher, I don't know. I don't know. Christian, this morning, thank the Lord for the one that God's given to you, your spouse. Thank the Lord for that day that you got married. But make sure you make thank the Lord for that day that he made you his bride. And for all that he gave to you. You know, for a happy marriage, it takes both to love each other. I got good news for you. He loves you more than you can even understand. Now, here's what I want you to examine this morning. How much do you love him? How much do you love him who loves you the most? Father, bless now this invitation time now. You know our hearts. You know our lives. I pray that you would bless in this time. And still, if there be somebody in here that's not sure of salvation, may they come and let us know. We'll be able to sit down with them and See to it that they know that they're saved before they leave this building. Speak to us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Should we stand as the song is